Welcome to Hope Ahead, a journey of infertility. My name is Naomi Ripstein. And this is Ryan Ripstein. And this is our story and struggle of trying to conceive. We hope and pray that by sharing our experiences and trials, we will bring glory to God, awareness to infertility, and also be encouraging to others. And just a reminder, this is our story and it personal experiences. We are not offering medical advice. Well, we hope you enjoy the discussion and thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 19 of Hope Ahead. Mm-hmm. And this one we're talking about Advent and love and infertility. It'll be our last week of this Advent series. Mm-hmm. And just to get us going, Naomi will open us in prayer. Yeah. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for another week to discuss um, just your wonderful coming and now applying your love to this story. And I just pray for once again, you would help us have the right words for this podcast, Lord, that we'd be glorifying to you and encouraging to our listeners. Um, and I just pray for whatever they're dealing with, Lord, that you would be with them through it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So yeah, now we're in our last week with love mm-hmm. and always, you know, the advent and coming and arriving, um, which is kind of interesting because God loved us initially and that's why he created the world but this is in the sense to him sending his son to the world to save us from our sins right and so the scripture we have just to start off is psalms 103 8 and it's love is compassionate and merciful and gracious slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love so this is the kind of love that we are thankful for that we celebrate and apply to these situations and struggles that we have in our lives and then also apply what we'll be talking about in how do we apply this kind of love to loving our neighbor, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, first commandment is to love the Lord, our God. And the second commandment is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, like I said, God sent his son as a sacrifice for us. So in a scripture, a lot of us know really well, John 3, 16 is for God to love the world that he sent his only son. Right. So, One of the things that was really interesting to me when we were doing our research and going through this Advent um, was just this kind of love is so hard for us as humans to understand because we can't imagine always someone designing, going before us, designing us this way, knowing that we would fall to a sinful nature and then still sending his son to redeem us and wanting us with him forever. And so the scriptures, it's like, your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. That reminds me of that third day song. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even the scripture I, I think we had mentioned before is in Ephesians, where it's like, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. It's so big and amazing and great that, like I said, we just can't fully understand Wrap it. Wrap our heads around it. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a beautiful thing, but I think sometimes it, because it's so beautiful and we're, we put those standards on love of what we understand, right? We sometimes put that on God. And so then Ryan's going to kind of talk about a question a lot of us have. Yeah. That kind of leads into, you know, so we're talking about love uh, and what kind of love that is and kind of trying to understand this kind of season of Advent Mm -hmm. and Pretty quickly, I think for a lot of us, particularly ones that are going through 
struggles and hard times and bad things or whatever you want to call it, it's like, why does God allow things like that to happen? Why does a loving God allow things like that? Especially to when I feel like I'm doing all the right things, right? And right. So right. when and does that like, come into Yeah, play? and it's like, and he, so it's like, if he's loving, he should show love to me by X, fill in the blank, mm -hmm. right? And, and that's, I mean, it's an understandable point of view, right? It's like going through struggles. It's not fun. I trust in God. I believe in him and he wants what's good for me mm -hmm. equals I should be happy and mm -hmm. I should have the things that I want and these kind of things. And in, so in Matthew 6 verses 25 through 34, we're not going to read the whole thing, but he says, don't worry. You know, I'll take care of you. The lilies of the field and the birds in the sky and they have the food that they need and the sunlight that mm -hmm. they need and the shelter that they need and they don't worry mm -hmm. about tomorrow mm -hmm. right it will be provided for them mm -hmm. so we should also and we're that much that. more precious to god right than those things that's and that's, right. that's his point is that it's like i take care of these things that are beautiful but you're so even much that more much more yeah. right so. yeah so and then in talking about this kind of to the point of why does a loving god let bad things happen there's a a book of the Bible called Job, and maybe some of you are familiar with it, but it's it's this long poem of, you know, this back and forth between Job and his friends for a while. All this bad stuff has happened to Job. Who used to be, who used to be like the top. Like, have it all. Yeah, he had it all. all. And yeah. he was righteous, and he was yes. good, and like he and deserved he these God. things, right? Quote, right. unquote, deserved this. Right. And so, you know, if you want to get into the details, I encourage you to read, to read Job. Go read it. It's pretty awesome. But... Um, essentially, he's questioning God, like, why are you letting these things happen? And God doesn't really answer that question. Yeah. Instead, he says, Job, who are you to ask me such questions with ignorance, right? It's like, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Mm -hmm. You know, have you commanded the morning? Have you commanded the time, the sun to rise and the waves to crash on the shore? And mm -hmm. um, how do you understand the expanse of the earth? And tells it talks about this big story about the this family of goats is kind of how I read it. And it's like these generations and they have birth and then they die and this and that. And it's like, were you present for any of that? Mm -hmm. For all of the families of goats? We're not even aware that these things are going yeah, on. Yeah, it's and just God like life is happening yeah. and it's all being taken care of. And we're in our little point of view. And basically, he what he's saying, I think, is like, you just don't have the full scope to be asking those kind of questions. Right. Trust me. Trust <laughs> that I have this. Well, because like we were saying, it's like we're holding God to our standard of what love is. Mm -hmm. Right? We, we think we deserve something. Yeah. And... We're like, that's what love is to get our way. Right. right. And God's like, there's so yeah. many other things going on, so many other factors happening that we're not even aware of, but we're like, oh, why me? Why yeah. Me? Which I get it. I'm I'm like that too. Yeah. But it's, you got to take on a different point of view of how much is going on that he is loving us through it all. Like by providing these other beautiful things, Yeah. we can see his love. Yeah. Right? Well, Joe, you know, so Job's response to this stuff that God has talked about. He says in Job chapter 40, verse four, he says, behold, I'm unworthy. 
how can I reply to you? How can I answer to any of this that you've asked me yeah. about? It's like, God I don't have it. God just sets them straight. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then a couple of chapters later in chapter 42, Job says, I know that you can do all things talking to God. He says, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Mm -hmm. I have declared that which I did not understand, things mm -hmm. too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Yeah. So it's like Naomi was saying, it's like we tend to equate with someone loving us, whether or not they love us, with whether or not they give us the things that make us happy or the things that we think we need or the things that we want or any of these things. And those two, it's just not a direct comparison. Mm -hmm. One does not equal the other like you were saying right it's like and that's what the devil tells us to try to confuse our hearts and our minds right he says god loves you he says he loves you mm -hmm. but he's not giving you the things that will make you happy right or at least the things that you think will make you happy the part that it leaves out and and then he says you know therefore god doesn't love you I can give you the things that you want and desire and all these kind of things, choose me type mm -hmm, of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, that's not what love is. And what we want or think we want isn't necessarily correct, right? So those two things. So then that leads into now, how do we take this love that is um, so great and so awe-inspiring and really turn it into this journey with infertility? Um, mm -hmm. So greatest commandment of course is to love the lord our god but also the second greatest commandment that's equally important is to love our neighbor mm -hmm. so how can we love others when we're hurting and feeling alone and different things like that and i mm -hmm. think that's um one of the things with this podcast is we now know how to better love others that are going through this mm -hmm. right um, we have a lot of people that haven't had to deal with this infertility and they're still supportive and sweet and stuff, but they don't quite get it. Right. And mm -hmm. that's okay. But those, now that we've gone through it, the interactions and stuff that we've had with other people that are going through it and sharing and stuff like that. So we're better equipped to love people and understand. Yeah. Right. Well, like we've um, talked about too in earlier ones, right. When we started getting into this mm -hmm. and before we even started the podcast, right? This, the journey of even getting to a point where we could talk about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we learned is that women particularly, but also couples that are going through this or have gone through it, don't want to talk about it. Right. Or they don't talk about it right. for shame or guilt right. or all these things. And you almost have to have gone through it to know how to respond. Mm -hmm when it does come up, if it does come up and these kind of things and then be comfortable sharing so that the ones that don't want to talk about it has somebody to talk to. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, you know, having gone through it, us, and for those of you watching that have, we are now equipped mm -hmm. to support and love the ones that are going through it alone. Right. Or right. going through different stages now. Right. Like when we've you know, we're still in our waiting process, but we've been through certain stages of mm -hmm. with the grief or like certain things with doctor's appointments. So then now that people are, might be going through those stages where we've already been, we can help love them through it yeah. because we know exactly yeah. we've been there. And then even in relation to, um, fellow women and couples that are pregnant and to be supportive yeah. and loving in a healthy boundaries way. Right. So, I mean, I am someone that I really do try to go to baby showers, especially 
if it's really important to the person that is holding it, it's, you know, I appreciate mm-hmm. that I was asked. Um, depends on what your relationship is with that person. You know, I went to one recently and it was, it was a little hard and I had to like kind of cry a little bit before so that my emotions were intact because mm-hmm. I wanted to be there for my friend, mm-hmm. you know, and thankfully everything was fine. God helped me through it. And what I was there for did the job. Like, I was supporting mm-hmm. my friend. I was loving on her in that situation. Right. So, but then there's sometimes where you can't go to a baby shower because you're not ready to do it, you mm-hmm. know? So then maybe you still buy a gift for that shower right. because you're still there to support that fellow woman. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times um, we kind of blame them because they got pregnant before us and it's not their fault, you know? And it's not meant to be harmful or like personal to us, right? Right. Yeah. So, one yeah, of the, they didn't get pregnant despite no, us, no, right? Because yeah. we never know in everybody's individual circumstances or situations. Right. Maybe it was easy. Maybe it was hard. You know. Yeah. I mean, like like he said, we don't share all that stuff yeah. sometimes, so we don't know. That's right. And and again, it's like we're in a position to be able to love and support them no matter what position they're mm-hmm. in, right? Mm-hmm. And recognize maybe they don't know that it's hard for us to deal with mm-hmm. certain stuff and going there, right? right? So we go there in a loving way to where it's not about us, it's mm-hmm. about them. Yeah. Maybe they've, like you said, maybe they've struggled with infertility and we don't know about mm-hmm. it. And especially if they know our situation, mm-hmm. how are they, you know, the emotions they must be going through, like, do I invite them? Do I not? Is this hard? Right. Right. And they don't know how to do it. So to be loving towards them of like, give them grace and mercy. It's a celebration of the situation Mm -hmm. and it is loving for us to, well, and to be part of that and participate those needs before yourself. If you, you know, if If you can, if you can, it's it's not to say it's God's help. It's not from my own power that I'm able to go to these things. Yeah. It's not less on you if you can't go, um, which is fine. You know, so if you choose to go, if you think you can, you know, go with the right present. Yeah. Right attitude. And if it's too much, maybe you need to excuse yourself. Exactly. I mean, it's that's tell somebody, hopefully somebody is there that you know, that knows what's going on. Maybe the, lady herself that is pregnant knows what's going on and just be like I thought I could but yeah it's too much I'm sorry you know congratulations but I don't want to take away from this for you right, right. I just have to excuse myself right. and I'm sorry. you know I those mean because we're things. all humans and that's right we can't you know like I said handle it on our own human power mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um even with you know God's support and love like there's still sometimes like he really has seen me through a lot with that and I'm always like oh that was so much easier and I know it's because of God mm-hmm. right when I go to those but one of the easiest things I feel like is praying for them right yeah. praying for the women praying for the men as they're going to be bringing this child into the world and I think it really just allows you once again to be honest with God that it's like you know, Lord, this is tough, but please help me to have the right mm-hmm. frame of mind and to really um, bless this couple with a healthy pregnancy, yeah. you know, a healthy birth, healthy child, right? Um, and kind of in the sense with, um, I'll kind of probably talk about this a little bit later, but, you know, um, we want to make sure that we are trying to get out of our own way 
right? In the mm -hmm. sense of when trying to love others, because a lot of the times if we try to do something nice for someone else, it is almost a little self giving back to self because it makes us feel good. And mm -hmm. so that's the encouragement with trying to love others well, is that it really gets back to the heart check. Mm -hmm. And sometimes maybe it's hard to do it at first, but as you start to do it, it might get a little bit easier. And then you're like, oh, wow, that was really self-fulfilling to myself as well as I'm trying to love and be there for someone yeah. else. It kind of so. gives you that peace about, you know, God is helping me through this. Mm -hmm. And it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, right? right? The experience right. type yeah. of thing. So, yeah. And I mean, mm -hmm. so through all this, right, the love that we've talked about uh, that God has for us, the love that he's shown mm -hmm. us. The fact that we don't understand everything that's going on, but to trust that God does love us, mm -hmm. you know, how to apply that in our experience with infertility and relationships with others, no matter what stage they're in, you know, what we really want to do is rest in God's love, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. In all those situations, I think trusting in God, resting <gasps> in his love yeah. for us is really what I think we're talking about mm -hmm. with the Advent and Christ coming mm -hmm. and his future coming again is that God loves us and we're to rest in that. And that's talked about in Psalm 23. There's six verses, so I'm going to read all of it. It's really awesome. Yeah. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. So and, really reading that and yeah. hearing that resting in that this is what God wants for us and you know what I mean? Right. Like I I shall not want. Mm -hmm. Right? He's mm -hmm. he's gonna provide for me like we talked All about in Matthew need. six, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like I lie down beside green pastures and beside quiet waters and it's mm -hmm. like it's this per like this utopia setting yeah. is kind of what I have in my so in my brain. And he restores my soul, right? He knows that I'm aching mm -hmm. and he knows that we're hurting in this stuff. And that love restores us to be able to continue and he provides for mm -hmm. us, not we don't provide for ourselves. Right. Not we provide for ourselves. And so he, he guides our paths, right? Mm -hmm. These interactions that we have with others and how we are to love them, right? And he guides us through all that. And, you know, the valley of the shadow of death, it's this struggle that we're going through and it seems like a valley and it seems like it's the end of the world. We're still in it. <laughs> Yeah, and it goes on and on. Yeah. But we don't fear the outcome, right? He's with us and he guides us and he comforts us. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just, as I was reading that, I was like, that's the perfect description of mm -hmm. this. Yeah. And so I just thought that was really awesome. Yeah, it's a great scripture. So using these attributes of Advent, all of them, right? So hope, peace, joy, and love to work on essentially loving well in this community, mm -hmm. in this journey, um, in any other journey of life really, but we're gonna apply it still to infertility. So loving your spouse and mm -hmm. demonstrating it because you guys are in it 
we're in it together. Yeah, together. Right? Um, and I like kind of like what I had mentioned before, one of the things that always helps me get out of my hurt um, and my focus is like spending time with people or doing something for someone else. Um, I'm not going to hang out with them for them to just necessarily deal with my woes and different things like that. Because, I mean, sometimes they do, right? But that shouldn't be my intent when they could be hurting just as much. And I know when I go and um, do something nice or check in with them, it does. It makes me feel good. It's kind of, like I said, kind of a weird reward. Yeah. Because it's like almost like a selfish thing when you're doing something for someone else. Right. But I think that's just one of the beautiful ways that God designed that. It's like his yeah. kindness and doing a kindness for someone else, right? Right. Um, it's not the reason you're doing it. Right. But like you said, it's kind of like a... A bonus. Like a positive... Yeah. yeah like a... Not a reward, so to speak, but like the positive outcome mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. you've done, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're in the holiday season and... So I've been listening to different Christmas songs and that and the one thing I'll just encourage you really to listen to some of the lyrics. I just, I personally take them for granted. And when I'm really listening to them, especially when we've been going through this Advent mm-hmm. series, they really make a mark on what they're talking about with the coming of Jesus and what he did and how the world is, you know, so joyful and um, how like even away in a manger, it was like, be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask thee to stay close by me forever, you know, and um but the one song I really listened to was Oh Holy Night. Of course, I love that song, yeah. but it mentions all four of the Advent words. So that going into the chorus was, you know, the thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. So that's your joy, mm-hmm. right? And then into the second verse, truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. So hope. Peace, joy, love. Mm-hmm. It's just so awesome. And, you know, and it's so appropriate because, right, it's a Christmas carol anyway. But it really just kind of brings things around full circle yeah. of what a beautiful night it was and bringing all four of those attributes, those characteristics, those qualities, Yeah. you know, with the season. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess we're winding down now, yeah. uh, closing this out. And this is, like we said, the last of the Advent series for us in love. And we just thank you for joining us through this and through this year as we've been, um, we we've been doing a, these podcasts. And an updated video too soon of some yeah. stuff behind the scenes that's been going on. It's been a little slow process since yeah. my surgery and stuff. Yeah. But. So yeah, we got some updates planned, kind of like some next stuff coming in the new year. But um, we'll do an update video probably to close out the year. Um, but just thanks for joining. Thanks for being part of this. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching and listening. Yeah. And we hope to have you back. We'll just close this out okay. and we'll go from there. Dear God, thank you for today and thank you for uh, my wife. Thank you for the opportunity for us to do this podcast and um, the opportunity and courage to, to share um, just these difficult experiences. We just pray that They bless those who are listening and encourage them. Um, We just ask you for um, just healing and joy for those that are weary going through this, Mm -hmm. like the song says. We ask for a thrill of hope that we can uh, continue on and push through this. Mm -hmm. Um, We just uh, thank you so much for your love and peace that you give us. And we pray for all those, again, all those listening, 
that they would have encouragement as they go out from this series and through this week and into the new year. Thank you for my wife. Amen. Amen. All right, bye guys. See bye you now. next time. See you next time.